Welcome back to our next edition of the Mike Kara Radio Program. What's up, America? As always, probably broadcasting from uh, Coe, Florida, USA, planet Earth. And with me today are Ethan O'Daniel and Logan Hill from a great band, great group called Sharp Star. And guys, such a pleasure, honor you could join me today and tell us all about this uh, great uh, band here. And first of all, who would like to tell us, I guess, how you... Well, let's start with the name. Is there any significance with the name? Oh boy! Well, <laughs> I, I felt like it initially had a meaning <laughs> whenever I came up with it. I, I, at this point, I forgot what that meaning is, <laughs> but it, it sort of just stuck over the years, and uh, we still like it. <laughs> it. It sounds like, cool. Above all else, it sounds cool. That's pretty much the best answer we could give. <laughs> There, there you go. So, how did the two of you kind of start the, the, this uh, band? Then we formed about nine years ago. We formed in the summer of 2010. Was it? Mm-hmm. Um, well, we we sort of like lived in the same neighborhood. I was first friends with uh, Logan's brother, and uh, we went to school together and we hung out. And then I sort of met Logan through him and Logan was younger at the time and I knew he played drums and I was starting to mess around with guitar and write songs and uh, I, we just started jamming one day and we we clicked um, and there there you go now as far as writing the songs do the two of you write the songs then together or we've co-written some of the material together uh, Logan typically is on the more of the production end of things. You know, I'm, I'm the primary songwriter, um, and he pretty much just spices everything up. Oh, so that's right, Logan. Then you kind of handle a lot of the production, and, and we're saying that you, you, you add the drum parts then? Yes, yeah, indeed. Um, usually uh, Ethan will, you know, write a song and everything, and, uh, and he'll bring it to me, and we'll just kind of jam on it pretty much, you, you know, with me on drums and, you know, occasionally the song kind of morphs into something a little different than it may have originated at, if that makes sense. Exactly. But, uh, but um, so it, it's something like a, a collaborative thing, but not really in the traditional way. It's more of like kind of a like subliminal thing, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it does. So now, we, we, and we'll talk about the songs later. So, I mean, as far as the recorded songs, then are there like a, f- a full uh, band? I mean, is there like bass and keyboards and all that besides guitar and drums? Or 
Oh, yeah. Well, um, yeah. Um, in the studio, yeah, for sure. Um, uh, able, able kind of trade off duties occasionally, you know, um, and just really add anything that feels needed, if that makes sense. Um, so, but, uh, but whenever it comes to just the two of us, you know, playing live and everything at the moment, it's just uh, it's just the two of us. Oh, so then it's it's sometime, you know, then the, the bass part comes in. Then is that easy to slip in there? Then. Well, yeah, um, it, in a way, like we kind of try to make up for any lack of like specific detail with just kind of energy, if that makes sense, you know. Um, yeah. So. You know, uh, we're kind of one of those bands that, you know, kind of think if a song works acoustically, then it can work in any fashion, you know? So I definitely um, agree. With, yes. Yes. So, um, so yeah, um, it, it will definitely kind of, you know, just, just slip in some things to kind of fill it out and stuff whenever we play together, like outside of the studio. Okay. And now, Ethan, uh, for you, I mean, is there anything that inspires you, you know, to write write songs? I mean, is is there is is a lot of the songs based on real experiences or all of them? Yes, each and every single one. Um, my background is sort of like uh, when I first took an interest in songwriting. You know, I was kind of like agoraphobic as a teenager, and I I think I gravitated towards writing music because I needed an alternative to taking drugs or uh, therapy. It just Music just sort of worked for me. It was very medicinal. And uh, I, I think that's what initially attracted to me. Attract, sorry, attracted me to it. Oh, so, so I mean, for, for you, is there a, a certain process or sometimes, you know, lyrics could come, music could come? I mean, it it varies how you get this inspiration. It varies, absolutely, yes. Yes, yes, it varies. The process always varies. It's, it's, it's uh, never the same more than once. Oh, okay. Uh, so, but like you said, we will talk about the uh, the songs. But I mean, are most of the songs that you guys actually, you know, wrote that you you try to record or you try to do something with? Are there still songs on the back burner that could be used somewhere? Oh yes. <laughs> oh yes. R- writing all the time. Yes. And. uh in fact, we're, we're actually in the process of working on an album at the moment. Um, we plan to resume um, recording within the next month or so. Um, and we're hoping to have it out probably sometime before the end of the year. Indeed. Oh, great! And we mentioned it, Logan, that that you you know you 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 play the drums, and you, you know when you're jamming with with Ethan, does does everything kind of? I think you kind of covered this, but it just kind of it just kind of flows. It's hard to explain. It's it, it, it and you work it work it out. It almost transforms and morphs into something, and there it is. Huh? Exactly. That's yeah. Yes. Exactly how it works. It's really it's yeah. It's kind of an, like an unspoken thing, you know. Um, it's just, I feel like, you know, Ethan and I have, you know, played music together for long enough that we just kind of, kind of know, you know, how to kind of play off of each other, you know? So, um, right. so there's always this, you know, um, kind of, kind of like magic that happens whenever, you know, like, like we get together and we kind of jam on a song and, you know, we just discover new things about it and, uh, 
come up with new ideas and, you know, uh, like I said, you know, the song may kind of take a different direction or it's, it's really loose, you know, we don't really put rules around it or anything. No, yeah, absolutely not. And speaking of that, so, I mean, can the, the song keep morphing and changing all the, all the way to it being recorded? Or at some point you just have to say that that's it and, and let's re- record this, huh? Uh, yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely like organic. Like, I mean, Ethan can tell you, I mean, there's been a few times he'll, he'll change like a lyric yeah. in like the middle of recording vocals, you know? Just, yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, um, yeah, the, during, you know, writing lyrics during the recording session of the song, typically, usually our, our typical process is we don't really, uh, there's not a lot of time between when the song is written and the time we record it. We, work pretty fast we're usually when we have a new song we're usually pretty anxious to record it and uh of course it it develops and it takes on you know different lives throughout time but usually it's recorded not long after it's written oh so that that's in most cases usually once it's you know written you you like to to record the song so you don't like to let the song sit too much then Right, right. Gives you less time to overthink it, and it pretty much just documents. It's a documentation of that time period in which it's written, and it's all there, you know, to be repeated digitally till the end of time. And and that, of course, can't, that that essence, you know, it can't be recaptured again. So as we were you saying, Logan, with all these other parts, then you, per, I mean, when, when coming up with bass parts and other parts, you, you formulate those before or when do they fall in? I mean, is that more done, you know, when you get into the studio or? Um, yeah, honestly. Um, yeah, totally. Yeah, fly, yeah, it, most part. It's usually, yeah, I mean, I mean, Ethan and I both, you know, we'll come up with things like, literally right before hitting the record button sometimes we'll record a few takes of something and then be like eh, maybe i want to do something else and then you know we'll just delete those takes and just do something else um it's, yeah. it's really just like like organic because you know you, you could write something out like a bass part and then once you actually play it in the song it may not sound like you intended it to or something so uh it, mm-hmm. it's always it's always like just in our nature to be really open to you know, quickly spontaneous and yeah, right. just, just spontaneity in general. So is that how the songs are all put together, like in, in layers and tra- tracks then? Yes, indeed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like uh, it usually starts with like drums and everything. You know, we just kind of build it up almost like we're building a house, you know. Yeah. Um, Pretty much, yeah. It just, it just starts with drums and you could go to bass and then guitar and any other instrumental parts and vocals are at the very end. Okay, uh, Logan and Ethan, you know what? That sounds great. What we are going to do is we are going to take a quick break, and we will be back. My guests today are from a great group called Sharp Star from Paducah, Kentucky. Uh, Joining me today is Ethan O'Daniel and Logan Hill, and we're so blessed and honored to have these guys here to tell us about their great group. You are listening to the Mike Kara Radio Program, What's Up America? As always, probably broadcasting from Ocoee, Florida, USA, planet Earth. And please stay with us for our next segment of this edition of our program today.
Welcome back to our next segment of this edition of the Mike Care Radio Program, What's Up America? As always, probably broadcasting from Akoi, Florida, USA, planet Earth. Well, my guests today are from a great band from Paducah, Kentucky. They are called Sharp Star. And uh, with me today is Logan Hill and Ethan O'Daniel. And uh, we're so blessed and honored to have these guys here to tell us about their great uh, group. Thanks so much, guys. We truly do appreciate it. 
Okay, okay, guys. Now I want to talk about these uh, these songs our audience has been listening to, and uh, you could kind of tell us, uh, you know, some stories or backstories about them. So the first song we have here is "Vows." Can someone tell us about kind of the, the this song? I I wrote that song as a a love song to my fiance at the time, who I'm now married to. And, uh, we, like, you know, like I was saying earlier, you know, we tend to record things pretty quickly after they're written. And, uh, I think it was only a week had gone by after it was written. And then we were in the studio, uh, messing around with it. Oh, okay. And now let's see another song we have here is struck. Can you tell us about this song? Let me think about that one. I think, uh, I think that song was a uh, statement about the music industry, <laughs> in a way. <laughs> um, older too. Yeah, that song dates back. Um, I think that one was, or the first version of that song was actually written in 2012, and it, there was kind of like a demo of it that we unshelved. And I think you convinced convinced me to to take it off the shelf and uh yeah that, that's definitely an example of a song that kind of was you know older and then we revived it oh, okay and another song we have here is uh mercy could you tell us about this song um let me think about that one um there's definitely this element um of not to speak for Ethan at all, but uh, there's definitely this element of um, um, whenever you like write a song from a certain place, you know, um, it can occasionally be a little difficult to kind of, kind of put into words like where you were, especially if it was like a long time ago. Um, and in the case of Mercy, uh, I know that's, you know, like a, a very personal song for him and uh, uh him and I uh, honestly rarely talk about the subject matter of, of, of his songs and everything. Um, but uh, to get into the technical side of things, um, Mercy was um, actually an earlier example of us kind of incorporating more instrumentation, like keys and Mellotron and stuff like that, um, into the mix and just kind of making it kind of more dreamy and and kind of like a certain flow. Um, and by uh, hearing that song for the first time, it was really a kind of, uh, it was really a kind of, um, I, I just like kind of like heard it immediately. Like the song was so slow and so, you know, kind of emotional and kind of dark that um, I, I just knew that there was this kind of, um, just, just this kind of certain thing that that needed to be done with it. Like it kind of had to be handled with care, if that makes sense. So, um, on that track, you know, it's, it's a lot more subdued, you know, there's not really any distortion on it or anything. Um, and, um, and there's quite a few layers of, you know, piano and Mellotron and, you know, strings and, um, just like, just pretty much anything to like, just to make it rich, you know, it just felt appropriate for a song of that weight. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, it uh, it 
does there. And uh, so you mentioned about this Mellotron. Can you tell us a little bit about what that is exactly? Oh, yeah. Sorry about that. Um, yeah. Um, a Mellotron, it's pretty much this. Um, I unfortunately don't own a real one. Um, but so it's, you know, this kind of like a software thing. But um, it, it was pretty much like it was used by the Beatles and stuff a lot. It's like this. It's, it's almost like a precursor to the synthesizer. So it it has like this, uh, has like string sounds on it, but, but they sound kind of old and kind of weird. And um, it, it just has this kind of haunting quality to it, you know. So um, um, it, it kind of sounds like, you know, a string part, but kind of not. You know, it has this kind of like surreal thing to it, um, if, if that makes sense. It's just... Uh, a really kind of weird instrument, and I really, uh, I was really attracted to it. I discovered it just a few years ago, and um, thought it was like the coolest thing ever. Yeah, I, Logan, I, I I couldn't have said that better uh, as far as the description of the song. Um, but yes, we've definitely gotten a lot of use out of Mellotron. Oh, great. Okay, so those are the the the. the so those are kind of some examples of your, your your current songs. Then are they the latest songs? You you have newer songs even. The ones that yes, the ones the ones that uh, I had sent you. Those would be the newest ones that we have recorded. Huh? That's correct. Uh, okay, so let's talk a little bit about. Uh, you know, uh, you're performing. So, do, do you guys p- perform I- in person a lot, or actually at shows? Or we haven't played we haven't played live in in quite a while. We're as we're living in two separate states at the moment. Right. I am, however, going to be moving back to um, Kentucky here in a couple of weeks. So, of course, we'll be getting together a lot more often. And we're going to pick up where we left off as far as recording the record and everything. So, uh. Yes, we're, we're very much looking forward to getting back out there and playing live again. It's been too long. Ethan and I are probably like, like, act like the perfect definition of like a studio rat, though, as they call it. You know, just like we spend so much time just you know recording things, and um, I mean, we have so much material that you know we haven't released and everything. You know, I mean, that's just, um, that's just that's just kind of been our life for a while. You know, just just kind of cramped up in the studio and just writing songs and and things like that oh, okay so so but you, you you do plan then to uh you know uh get get, get together and uh, be uh, performing so i mean you plan i mean have you yes. had a chance to perform live a lot of these uh songs in certain venues or not yet i mean like these three have you performed them a lot live together or Actually, no. I I think I've played Mercy acoustically solo on a few occasions, but as far as Struck and Bows go, they've never been played live at a venue, anyways. Okay, yeah. So uh, this is this is something as far as like uh, you know playing live is something you're you're trying to to get back to in the next few few months or after the new album's oh, released. Yeah, or? Absolutely. Absolutely, yeah. Yes. Oh, okay. So, yeah, we could definitely look uh, forward uh, to that. And uh, so, you guys said you're, you know, you're always cre- creating, write, writing uh, new new songs. So, uh, it, do you like when you have these albums? You have like a, a, a lot of songs or a certain amount of songs on each album, or? Yeah, 
I don't I don't feel like that's uh it, that's usually not premeditated. Um however many songs uh are ready at the time is however many usually right. end up on a release. Typically I think there's like usually like four to five tracks on the EPs. Um and I think on our first record we had eight tracks. Yes. Eight. And at the moment, um the number of tracks we plan to have on this next record happens to be eight tracks as well. There might be more at the end of the day if we, you know, if we come up with more material, but as of now, that's how many we have. Right. Okay. So, you know, about eight and yeah, it can, uh, can vary. So, uh, so how many songs do you think, you know, on average, do you, you, you have, or you, you did that will have been recorded? Ooh, that's a good question. Would you happen to know that, Logan? Um, yeah, maybe. <laughs> that is a, good a tough one. Um, honestly, it, it can be a little tough because we, um, at the moment, and this is usually the case, you know, we have like probably way more like little bits of songs than actual full songs. Um, mm-hmm. So there's like a whole bunch of potential for just, you know, B-side stuff and outtakes from the album. Oh, for sure. So, I mean, we're going to yeah. be recording just all kinds of stuff. And, of course, um, there's quite a few songs that we've recorded and have actually put on a release that just started out as like a, just like a little scrap. And then we would, we would kind of be born in the studio. So that could totally happen. Mm-hmm. And so uh, we didn't really lock ourselves down to any, you know, specific track number or, or anything like that. You know, we just, we just record whatever we have. Oh. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. Uh, so now, do you have a, a lot of these songs uh, available on certain sites for people to purchase, or do you have whole albums that people can get? Or Yeah, we're, we're pretty much everywhere, um, but our, our entire discography can be found on Bandcamp. Um, look us up on there. We're sharpstarmusic.bandcamp.com. Um, we have the latest singles um, on, you know, everywhere else, you know, Amazon, Spotify, iTunes. Um, but yeah, the majority, our entire discography can be found on Bandcamp. Okay, Logan and Ethan, that sounds fantastic. What we are going to do is we are going to take a quick break and we will be back for our very last segment of this edition of our program today. My guests are Logan Hill and Ethan O'Daniel from Paducah, Kentucky from a great, great, fantastic band, great duo. They are called Sharp Star and we're so blessed and honored to have these guys here to tell us about their great Band. You are listening to the Mike Care Radio Program. What's up, America? As always, probably broadcasting from uh, Coe, Florida, USA, Planet Earth. And please stay with us for our very last segment of this edition of our program today.
Well, welcome back to our very last segment of this edition of the Mike Care Radio Program, What's Up America? As always, partly broadcasting from Ocoee, Florida, USA, planet Earth. Well, my guests today are Ethan O'Daniel and Logan Hill from a great fantastical musical duo group uh, band extravaganza uh, sharp star and we're so blessed and honored to have uh, Ethan and Logan here to tell us all about it and we're also blessed to have each and every one of you radio listeners that are listening to this show being able to share my passion and love for what I do which is bringing you uh, Ethan's and uh, Logan's passion for what they do and you know if you've got a show idea uh, you know, guest idea, rather story idea, you know, let me know. Uh, we always uh, will take, uh, you know, suggestions from the audience and we always glad that, uh, you know, their audience involvement. This show was not an audience suggested show. This was one of my own, uh, suggestion, one of my own, uh, create, you know, one of my own, uh, picks, but, uh, we, we encourage everyone to, you know, chime in. We want to hear from you. And again, you can go to MikeCara.com, Give me a call, send me an email and chime, 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 chirp, 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 tweet, tweet, tweet. All you definitely want. And speaking of tweeting, a wonderful segue into the fact that you should become a tweet peep. And uh, it's so easy to do. You can go to uh, twitter.com slash M-I-K-E-K-A-R-A-73, Mike Kara. Uh, twitter.com slash Mike Kara 73, my name and my uh, birth year. And also, uh, I just want to add about the how the uh, back uh, scenes, back, behind the scenes, there we go, uh, information works. Like I said, this show, I'm going to say I interviewed Logan and uh, Ethan from... Uh, Sharp Star, then I'm going to say I'm working on a show with Ethan and uh, Logan from Sharp Star. And then I'm going to say the, the show with Ethan and Logan from Sharp Star is completed. So definitely uh, want to become a tweet peep again. I'll just make a quick reminder that anytime I say uh, on Twitter or on anywhere that I've interviewed somebody, I'm not going to say, well, I'm planning on interviewing uh, Jennifer Lawrence tonight. No, no, no. If it's mentioned, if it's if, if it says I've interviewed the Pope, it's done. So I'm, I'm so blessed and honored that uh, Ethan and uh, Logan could be here. And uh, we're, we're glad that you could tell us about Sharp Star. We truly do appreciate it. Thanks so much. And now I want to talk a little bit about, you know, your social media. We mentioned about Bandcamp. So first of all, you guys have a, a website then? We do, yes. That would be sharpstarmusic.com. Oh, and that pretty much has, uh, you know, as far as like if you are going to be performing and, and examples of the songs and all that good stuff? Yes, they can be found on the site, yeah, Indeed. when the time comes. Okay, and now as far as YouTube goes, you have your own channel for Sharpstar? Uh, yeah. Indeed, absolutely. That was actually the first thing we ever... Like, yeah, that was like the first platform we used. Yes. Right. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, we have most of our singles on YouTube as well as like some outtakes. Uh, there's actually a few outtakes on YouTube that aren't on Bandcamp. Um, right. So that's, uh, that's definitely one of our main platforms. 
Oh, great. Uh, so, so, and now as far as like uh, you're on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and all that too, probably. Yes, Sharp Star Music. I believe is the domain for everything. Oh, okay. So, so that everything is is pretty much uh, on there. And um, if you know people want to, uh, you know, check out the the the, mu- the music. And like I said, you you mentioned on YouTube, you have uh, these uh, you know special out outtakes. And can you tell us some more exactly what it was about the out outtakes? Um, I think the majority of those outtakes are co- they're, they're covers we've done. Oh, covers. We, uh, we don't usually post the covers on Bandcamp. You know, of right. course, we can't charge for them. Right. You know? um, but they're there for people to listen to. Um, we've covered the White Stripes. We've covered um, Led Zeppelin. We've covered Led Zeppelin um, and yeah, many other bands as well. But, yeah, we typically post the covers that we, we do and have done on YouTube. And now, as far as the covers go, is that something you know when you do these live shows, you you're, you're going to do, or you want to stick with all your original music during performances? Oh, it it just depends, I guess. Um, we're def- definitely not opposed to doing covers live. Of, of course, we like to concentrate on the original material, right? Um, but if we feel like playing a cover, we'll we'll play a cover, right? Oh, okay. okay. Uh, so yeah, that uh, and again, you mentioned that uh, you're you're on uh, Bandcamp, and that has most of the songs you've recorded, or all of them. All, all of the original material can be found on Bandcamp. Yes. Okay, so basically, uh, every you know every, everything that you, you've done, and that's a good way for you know people to really uh, check out the music then. Absolutely, yes. Okay. So that, uh, so yes, and I, I just point out, uh, since I pay seven ninety nine a month for this, uh, I got a good deal with this Google Play. It looks like you've got uh, vows, you got vows there. I think that's about it, but it's neat that you're on, on, on Google Play too then. I completely forgot we're on Google Play. That is right, though. Um, <laughs> yes, that the uh, vows can be found on there. Oh, great! Uh, okay, so uh, so like like we we were saying that you know you're you're going to you know plan on performing live. So you want to perform in that general Paducah, Kentucky area? Was that it, or all around, or? Well, we're going to start there for sure. Um, eventually, hopefully, sometime in the not so distant future, we'd like to possibly launch a tour. Uh, but that that would be the ideal thing, and kind of like all over the U.S. Oh, okay. if, if things happen to come together the right way. Oh, okay. What? That that's great. Uh, so oh, yeah, and uh, before we go, I definitely want to talk about if if somebody you know wants to say the, if the music is great or wants to get in touch with you and have any or have any more questions. What's the best way to contact you guys? The best way would probably be through Facebook. Um, 
message us on there. Our email is sharpstarmusic at gmail.com. And uh, those would probably be the best platforms to reach us at, for sure. Oh, so, you know, check check out there. Uh, so uh, as far as, uh, you know, before we go again, the the album is something that you're, the new album is something that you're you're working on or you've completed or? It's something we've started and have yet to complete. <laughs> yes, and we are in the midst of working on. Oh, okay. So it's it's just a matter of getting all the, the songs uh, re- recorded then, huh? Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, okay. And 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 again uh so so is the song the, those three songs that you gave me are the, those from the new the last album or two of them are from the are planned to be featured on the album that we're working on mercy was uh the a side of a single uh that we put out in, back in 2015 i believe it was mm-hmm. um but aside from what um, struck in vows that that it was the most recent thing before before those two songs. Oh, okay, okay. Well, that definitely uh, sounds uh, great, uh, Logan and uh, Ethan. Uh, any final thoughts or anything else you'd like to mention here? I think that pretty much covers it. We really, really appreciate you having us on. The yeah, show is absolutely. fantastic. I recognize your accent. Uh, you're from, are you from Chicago? Yeah, it's that evident, is it? <laughs> I didn't yeah, know. yeah. Well, I'm a I'm a Chicago land native myself. I I kind of grew up around Lockport, Joliet, uh, that area. So yeah, I picked it up right away. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. That that that's great. Uh, so so yeah, that, that that all sounds good. And yeah, but one final time before we go, if you could give us your website, please. That's going to be sharpstarmusic.com. Okay. Uh, my guests have been uh, Logan and Ethan from a great group, uh, Sharp Star, and you've been listening to the Mike Care Radio program, What's Up America? And please catch us again next time. <laughs>